Uh, Ty, what's up? Hi there, Brian. Can you hear me? Uh, yeah, yeah, you're good. All right. Uh, not much. Um, picked up my paycheck. Um, it is uh, hell over at my work right now because everyone got COVID and uh, we're trying to fill in shifts. And oh. Right now on the uh, messenger, I'm like, hey, I'm more than willing to take a shift. And they're like, is anyone willing to take a shift? And I'm like, yeah, I already messaged you. And they're like, all right, I think we filled up the shifts. And I'm like, you don't want me to work this weekend, then just say you don't want me to work this weekend. Yeah, I've I've had that experience, too. I've got a couple new jobs uh, since the pandemic started. And each one of them, uh, the boss complained no one wants to work anymore but they wouldn't give me more than 10 hours a week. Yeah, for me, it was um, punishment. They've cut me down to like two days a week because um, long long story short, um, I need to be happy for every tour I give no matter what. And I am happy during the tour, but like beforehand when it's like, oh, looks like we're running half-hour tours. You don't get to go home early and you have to be – enthusiastic about that i'm just like oh come on and they didn't like that attitude or when i warned guests like okay this whole tour is going to be outside it's over 105 we're not going inside to air conditioning for this tour and i noticed you only speak spanish i do not speak spanish so the tour is going to be only in english and they're like dude you got to be happy about this and i'm like yeah but also i feel like they're spending 20 bucks a person they kind of need to know what they're getting themselves into. I'm sorry. I couldn't hear you over the sound of what appeared to be a bird. In the... Oh, yeah. Uh, I have a cockatiel. You didn't know this about me? You did tell me about it. I think I played a cockatiel in a sketch for your YouTube channel or something. Oh, yeah. I remember that. You did not play a cockatiel. You played a guy dating a cockatiel. That's right. That's right. Way different. Yeah. One of the uh, types. I, of I played a human who was into cockatiels. You don't want to be typecast as the cockatiel guy. You said that in like a Billie Eilish voice. Did I? I'm the cockatiel guy. Duh. Bright feathers in my cage are gonna smell bad because the newspaper will be changed. You're better than Ali Spangoli. Who? I don't know what her name is. I have no idea who Ollie is. Sorry, I did not uh, write a comedy sketch for today. I did not know you needed me today. Um, I wouldn't say needed. Ouch. Um, well, you, required. You begged, you begged yeah. me. Like, Ty, please come on the podcast. You were on Discord. <laughs> And this won't be the same without you. You're the bright light in the dark abyss that is Cold Reads. Okay, Cold Reads is not a dark abyss, okay? The dark abyss is Oozbear when nobody logs on. 
If this is a no dark ne- abyss, then how come I can't see you right now? You know, that's fair. That's very fair. Thank, thanks to both of you uh, for coming on. And Mora, I know you have uh, the file. Yeah. That, that uh, wonderful file. I did. I do. I do. Just drop sketches into there. Oh man, I even have new ones. I could, uh, what is? Okay, yeah. It's uh, cold read sketches. Yep. I haven't dropped it. Okay. Uh, yes, yes, I do. Uh, we read the one about the safe word, and I may. I don't want to do a sketch. We've already. My sketch group has already produced. How do you feel about What We Stranger in the Things, which is a parody of Stranger Things and What We Do in the Shadows? Wow. I'm, I am I guess I'm a fan of both of those. Uh, I'm only a fan of the movie What We Do in the Shadows, and I've never seen Stranger Things. All I know is has something to do with um, parallel universes, uh, the 80s, and I think a Russian guy is somewhere in there. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, have you ever seen Have you ever seen Goonies? Uh, yeah, I love Goonies. Okay, then you've seen Stranger Things. All right. So who does the truffle shuffle? Dustin. Except instead of uh, the truffle shuffle, it's more like the the theme song to the Neverending Story. Okay. Um. By the way, hey Trish, how's it going? Hi, hi, great, thank you. Your microphone is a little loud. You can just... Okay. Yeah, I, didn't, I didn't want to say anything, because that'd be rude. All right. I personally have no problems being rude. Okay, I I enjoy it, frankly. Are you being haunted? What's that moaning? There's a motorcycle passing by, dude. Sounded a lot more like oh. That that's just you, bro. That's just what motorcycles sound like. Okay, um, Mora, would you like mm-hmm. to cast the sketch? Yes. Yes. Okay, Trish, are you playing with us? Yeah. Cool. Are you familiar with Stranger Things and or what we do in the shadows, the series? Yeah, Stranger Things, I'm familiar. Cool. You can be both Dustin and Steve. How do you feel about that? Yeah, that's good. Okay. Okay. Um, it doesn't work if we don't know what's... Uh, yeah, okay. Um, uh, Brian, you're familiar with all the media, right? Uh, yeah. I, I can kind of do Matt Berry. You can yes, but I can kind of do Matt Berry. So you you do oh. you kind of do. Would you like to do Matt Laszlo? And can you do Guillermo? Because he's not hard. Okay. Actually, actually, um, sorry. Who's the guy who claimed? Uh, oh, Ty, Ty. Uh, would you Ty? Would you like to do uh, Guillermo and uh, Colin Robinson? I don't know oh. who I. I'm going to be a terrible performance for both, if I'm being honest. The only names I recognize are Laszlo and Guillermo. Uh, Guillermo, obviously. 
Guillermo, obviously, from um, the Jimmy Kimmel show, and no. Laszlo from uh, Camp Laszlo. Okay, no. wait. Is, Are they is the same Rob- people? No, is Robinson they- the, uh, the energy vampire? Yes. Oh, okay, so Robinson, he's just uh, Creed from The Office. Does that make sense? I feel like I need to step this one out just because I know I'm going to butcher everything. I'm going to do it in a bad Guillermo and Laszlo. Your voice sounds perfect, by the way. Your Philip Robinson is already perfect. Yeah, you're you're Colin Robinson. Just do it as your voice, bro. Stop stop, stop that. Are you sure you don't want me to do Laszlo as Camp Laszlo? I have no idea what the fuck that is. Uh, It's a cartoon about a monkey who goes to camp with his friend... Uh, no. Indian the answer is no. Try, just still no. Just, just, just trust in the script before you tinker with it, man. Uh, okay, I'm gonna play. Uh, I'll play Nadja and Nandor. And um, okay, okay. Uh, Ty, just do stage directions. If you're gonna be like whiny about things. I'm not being whiny. I'm being okay. honest. I'll do stage direction. Cool. I'll do Nandor, Nadja, and Colin Robinson and Guillermo. Damn it. Brian, you take you take Colin Robinson. Okay. What is what did? What we do in the shadows. Oh, I thought that said what did. <laughs> it's abbreviated WWDITS apostrophe S. Acronyms are tricky, man, but, you know, I think you, you finally got the hang of it. All right. Thanks, Brad. So are we going to go in? Your stage, man. Go for it. All right. All right. Um, what we do in the Stranger Things. Interior, what we do in the shadows, Staten Island Mansion, Closet, Night. Lower third, Nandor, Staten Island Vampire. So our house is full of weird things, like this closet has a portal to 1986 Indiana. And I was like, what the heck? Why not? I have nothing better to do. I'm bored. Interior, what we do in the shadows, Satin Island Mansion Closet, continuous. Nandor, Laszlo, Nadia, Colin Robinson, Guillermo walk into the closet. Exterior, the woods of Hawkins, Indiana, 1986, continuous. Dustin Henderson and Steve Harrington are walking in the woods. What the hell are you showing me, Henderson? I told you, there's a wood energy field right here. The vampires materialize in front of them. What the bloody hell is this? See, these have got to be level 6 corpse vampires that can bury it. Town is full of little virgins for us to feed on. Hey, he is, but I'm not. Dustin looks at Steve with a what the hell man in his eyes. And you, you can't feed on him. I know the perfect place where you can feed so much. This place called Hawkins Lab. Oh yes, so many virgins in Hawkins Lab. Uh, yeah, 
I'll drive you there. I feel the energy field coming from over that box. Turns into a bat, flies away. Others look at each other. So. No, sorry. So you can just drive us then? Interior back seat of Steve Harrington's BMW. Guillermo Lazo, Nadia, Colin are shoulder to shoulder, jostling for comfort. I see, Steve, you got the BMW 733i. Great example of German engineering. Of course, I'm sure it just chugs gasoline and the emissions are horrendous. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Steve yawns, struggles to stay awake. Colin Robinson, you wet noodle. Stop energy draining the guy driving the car. Wait, you can energy drain? That is so awesome. Do me, do me. Well, young man, basically life force is a form of energy not based on cellular processes, but in fact a medical, physical connection to energy in the non-physical realm. That is so cool! I'm not getting anything off this guy. Well, well, you're here. Hawkins Lab, tons of virgins through that door. You can go take care of that. I'll just be here. Yeah, that's coming. Steve shakes his head no. Uh, interior Hawkins Lab later. Vampires and Dustin walk hallways of Hawkins Lab. A lab worker approaches. Hey, you can't be in here. Nandor hypnotizes him with a wrist movement. Sleepy. Nadia bites him. Blood everywhere. Interior, a control room of Hawkins Lab. Dr. Sam Owens watches uh, this happen on a closed-circuit TV. Turns on an intercom microphone. Perimeter uh, breach in sec Sector 4. Release the Demogorgon. Interior, Hawkins Lab continues. The Demogorgon steps out in front of vampires. Demogorgon growls. Demogorgon! Kevin, is that you? You know this? This beast? Know him? We used to party with him in the 70s. Kevin, show him your disco moves. Kevin, the Demogorgon, boogies a little bit. That it is. Is this Not what you're doing now, Kevin? Hanging out in a science lab in Indiana? Uh, Kevin shrugs. Used to be such a fierce warrior. Now you're stuck working for the government. Never saw you for a suit. Henchman runs in with gun drawn. Nandor hypnotizes him. Laszlo feeds. Oh, government workers are always so bland. Let's get out of here. Bot! Turns into a bat, flies away. Sorry, see Bye. Sadly walk away. Dustin is baffled by everything. Uh, blackout. I, I had such high hopes for this sketch and it just didn't turn out. Yeah, I I feel like all the characters getting bored and leaving is a bad ending. Yeah. Maybe if it's, you it's, threw in like a Monty Python left field hook. Like it seems like it's going somewhere and then just... Maybe it gets so chaotic 
and then out of nowhere, just a third property comes out, like Buffy the Vampire Slayer or something. No, no, no. I got it. I got it. It's perfect. So the cops from the end of Holy Grail, like, just arrest them all. And then they start stealing the cameras and everything. Yes. Or you could even do a meta thing where it goes so off the board that you're just like, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. And then we cut back and we realize this is just someone's fan fiction and... You know, I think you got a good base, but it just needs a good ending to catch them. Increasingly silly uh, fan fiction where it's the fan fiction that dumps all fan fiction. I, I feel like um, the vampires getting into a fight with Eleven to see who's more powerful has potential. Um, isn't the whole thing with Stranger Things is like they're they're playing D and D and slowly all the all the things that they do in D and D is like foreshadowing for what happens later in the episode. I mean, in the first season, yeah. And then they've become teenagers. They don't, they don't do that anymore. Oh, they don't do D&D anymore? Yeah, they, they became teenagers. They grew up. Like, they literally had to quit the D&D club. I've been trying to get into D&D for a long time. Uh, well, I, I guess like... uh, you're reverting back into a child, according to Stranger Things. Yeah, you know what? Maybe I am reverting back into the child. I miss the good days where, you know, you could sleep in till noon and no one would yell at you. Or, you know, if you said, hey, I'd like to work, somebody would be like, great, I got some chores for you. Not, ooh, yeah, we'll see how it is. I don't know. We're kind of booked already. So did you just not have school as a kid? No, I had school. I just didn't throw that into the mix. Because, you know, school just sort of seems like something that's just there. Sure. Yeah. Totally. The stupid dodecahedron project really threw me for a loop. I I must have missed that one. Missed that, too. <laughs> Lucky it's a book project where you have to read a book and then, like make a dodecahedron, which is like a 12-sided cube, and then each side of the cube has to, like, explain something from the book. And everyone did Twilight. Because oh. it was fifth grade and back in the... Oh. Is it kind of like one of those, um, you know, like when they, they made those cues as a kid and you pull out the flap and you have to read something about your future? But it's like no. a big version... Uh, lots of fortune tellers were the. Oh yeah. Those were cootie catchers. Yes. <laughs> well, um, you know what? Interesting enough, I don't think that really caught any cooties. There was no uh, global <laughs> pandemic about taking all the cootie catchers and burning them. Mm-hmm. Has anybody ever seen the movie Cooties? No. It sounds oh, funny. it's so bad. It's. It's like just an excuse. So there's a zombie apocalypse, and they establish that if you've gone through puberty, you can't get infected. So it just becomes an excuse for, like, 
these teachers to beat the, their students to death. Wow. Right? Is this that, an alternative just, school by any chance? No, I'm pretty sure it's just a normal public school, but, like, because it's zombies and, like, they're dead, we're morally okay with showing a bunch of bloody kids getting beaten to death by their teachers, right? And, and like, halfway through the film, they establish that one of the teachers who studies biology uh, tries to come up with a cure, right, and has, like, two-thirds of the thing done, and then they drop it, and it, it never gets resolved. It never gets brought up again in the whole film. Mm-hmm. You know what? Is this a mystery science theater kind of thing? No, it was made very recently. It features two uh, cast members of the show, The Office. Can I say something real quick? As somebody who yeah, did assistant teaching for a month, let me just say, if our students were infected by a zombie outbreak, our principal would not say, maybe don't show up to school or maybe defend yourself if possible. He would give some sort of answer about, like, how, oh, they're just teasing. At the end of the day, seeing the smile on their face is all that's worth it. Yeah, because right. money is attached to each student, and they don't want to let them to stay at home. <laughs> well, it's not just that. He wants to hold the teachers to unrealistically high standards. Like, but there's a zombie outbreak out there. And if you're not there for your students, no one will be. So get out there and really try to make a difference into those lifeless corpses. <laughs> Yo, they're letting, like, undergrads teach in Arizona, and they're letting, like, mil- veterans with no college teach in Florida. Yeah, it's a desperate time. <laughs> yeah, to make matters worse, I can't get a – I couldn't get a teaching – license unless I got a master's and no matter how wide I cast the net, they just wouldn't give it to me unless I got a master's, but the whole Florida situation really grinds my gears. Maybe you should right. move to Arizona. You... I don't want right. to. No, no, no. First you need to join the army. But I look terrible with a buzz cut. I mean, you say that now, you'll learn to love it. Yeah, man. And you know, it's embarrassing when you go out in public in a nice, snazzy outfit, and then you realize somebody's wearing the same outfit as you. Guess what they wear in the army? All camouflage. (laughs) I would be caught dead in that. You know, that might actually be an option. You know, because it's the army. Well, is anybody watching this new Nathan for You show? I'm in love. Oh yes, yes, I love that show. Oh my gosh, like it's making me rewatch Nathan for You or watch the episodes. Of, like there's there's so much hidden brilliance in the show. Sorry, it's it's like Inception. It's like Borat Inception. It's brilliant. Do you remember the episode where Nathan discovers a guy? who drinks his grandson's urine. Yes, I, I mean, I just, I didn't, I, I watched that clip. And I was so tempted to, like, as a prank, transcribe 
that scene and pretend like I wrote it as a sketch to see if anyone would notice. I like how like you've shows that even Nathan has its limits. Like, right. He was breaking character there. He never breaks character. There, uh, there's a compilation of Stephen Colbert breaking character. Um, of him <laughs> reading jokes that are so funny that they crack him up. You mean from the Colbert Report? Yeah, from the Colbert Report, because that whole eight-episode season is like a character performance. I wanna, I, I wanna do a crossover episode of Nathan Fielder in any other TV series. What'd be the best TV series to put Nathan Fielder in? Uh, a lot of people said like Schitt's Creek or Succession. I don't know enough about Succession, but I'm sure he'd be brilliant at Succession. Shit's Creek, Creek, like he'd go to the Bud, the Rosebud Motel, and be like, "Er, I think you should offer prostitution here." Yeah, and and Zach and Dan Levy just like looks at him with the eyebrows. Ew, ew, Nathan. Right. Um, I imagine he's like posing as um when the daughter gets like uh, community service. Right, right. Remember when the daughter got community service? And had to hang out with hunky mutt all day. Oh yeah, imagine Nathan like trying to gain information about her, so he pretends. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's just picking up litter or like acting like it, and everyone's like, dude, you're just mining it. You're not really picking up any litter. So I rigged up a whole device to pick up litter for me, so it wouldn't actually happen. <laughs> yeah. To get to the bottom of this, oh. he suggests that uh, the apothecary sell like. Uh, so, um, facial cream gives you a rash, so you have to come back to the facial, the apothecary to get the antidote. Okay, okay. So, the the new show, is, which is called The Rehearsal on, on HBO, right? That woman, right? Angela, yes. She's awful. Who's like, Google is run by Satan, right? <laughs> She just says it so casually and matter-of-factly. Like, I, yeah, Google's run by Satan, you know, <laughs> so it won't give you the right information, but also you got to, you know, type in keywords so that it gives you the right information. <laughs> it's run by Satan. What uh, What did she do for a living? I think she had an Etsy. I have no idea. She can't be full-time Etsy. Like, she said that she was so focused on her career that she never, you know, met a husband or focused on her kids. Right? Yes. So her job is just Etsy. 
seed selling. He's also you know out on the corner drinking 40s. That's not very Jesus of her. Do you think she's an actress? That's the debate that everyone's having. Like, yeah. Wait, the person, the character, do you think she's an actress? Or the person playing her, do you think she's an actress? It goes that deep. It do does. You, it it really do does. Do you think there's like um, a Bolt situation? Because there's a movie called uh, Bolts that Disney made a while ago. With the it's dog? About a, yeah, it's about a dog who's convinced he's a superhero because... The production no, no, no. just went above the Truman beyond. Show. The Truman Show. Like Nathan thinks that he's making this TV show, but like in actuality, HBO hasn't told him that all of the all of the people that he's talked to are fake and extras, and it's all scripted in a way that he doesn't know about. This is there is no actual show. We're, it's just a whole trick to trick Nathan Fielder. Yes. Well, what do you think would be the thing that, because, you know, in Bolt, he runs away and then he realizes he can't actually knock down a truck or, like, have a super bark. In um, the Truman Show, he kind of catches on when, like, he falls in love with an extra and, like, the set kind of starts falling apart around him. Uh, what do you okay, think so would be the... Okay, so this is, like, seven layers deeper than, than like, than, like, Buzz Lightyear or, or Bolt. Because, okay, so here's what happens. Uh, Nathan creates a school actors to train actors to be on his show but then one of the actors is doing a good job so he acts as so he recreates the entire class and puts himself as the actor and then every he makes every actor imitate their primaries and live out their primary's life and so then he re- lives out the life of his primary so like he it does the fake job that he forced the actor to do so he could better pretend to be the actor I slept in his bed. I trained with his weapons. Wait, wasn't the actor a primary school kid who slept in his bed? What? No, it's not a no. primary school kid. A primary. No, it's a. He's like in his twenties. All right, that that is a little. You need to watch it. Like, there's there's just so many twists and turns. You're like, who the fuck is this Robin dude who's all like, oh, I I crashed my car on two seagull and a hundred. I crashed my car. A hundred. That comes. That's one plus zero plus zero. Jesus is number one. The, pre- <laughs> the numbers are everywhere, man. I'm Robin. It, it happened at seven thirty-three. Jesus was thirty-three when he died. The I almost died. Man. The numbers are everywhere. And then the roommate is like calling him out on his bullshit. Like, dude, why do you care so much about these numbers and not like actual human beings' lives? Like, live in the moment. Don't think about the numbers. This would be a lot more interesting and fun if I've actually watched this show. Yes, go watch the show immediately. Well, I can't. We're doing a podcast right now. Oh, do you have HBO? Yes. Okay, okay. After I used pod- it to watch Peacemaker. After the show, watch the first four episodes of Nathan for you, and then the fifth one will be there for you. Or I mean, the rehearsal, not Nathan for you. All right. Although, also watch Nathan for you. It's also on HBO. All right, and uh, if you guys speaking of HBO, uh, watch. Beat what do you guys? No. Did you guys see John Oliver this week? Uh, no. No. He said he is very actually afraid 
that his new CEO is burning down HBO for the insurance money? Wait, when People you say out, burning down HBO for the insurance money, do you mean metaphorically, like he's just getting rid of it, or so like, that girl, like that girl, the film was ninety nine percent completed, right in post production, and they're just never going to release it because there's a tax loophole that says they can make more money as long as they never monetize it. Whoa. So if they never release it in any form, they can make more money than it's releasing it. But that girl. It's HBO Max Bialy stock. Ooh, oh, did you come up with that? Where did you hear that tweet? That's great. Uh, it's it's too great, right? Yes. Did did you read that on Twitter or did you come? I that? I think I read it on Twitter. Uh, right? I couldn't have possibly come up with that on my own. Hey, uh, are you responsible for um, the Flash and Ezra Miller and like. So they said that they are considering. Uh, not releasing that movie, too, uh, except that it has a bunch of world building that's relevant for future DC movies. Uh, and the other option is Ezra Miller goes on an apology tour and does a bunch of talk shows where he Wait. talks about how sorry he is for oh. starting a cult and kidnapping minors, by the way. Wait, an apology? I thought when you said apology tour, it'd be like one of those uh, world tours that like stand-up comics or... Um band members go on where he rents out like a motivational speaker but for telling people don't start cults and kidnap minors oh man did you did you get tickets to the uh ursa miller apology concert (laughs) no man but i'm gonna scalp him oh man you know what i know a guy he got me front row tickets, and backstage passes to get a personal apology from Urza Miller. Ezra oh, man. Ezra Miller. Dude, there's nothing better than Ezra Miller's apology tour. Oh, man. Uh, the way he apologizes, but it's not really an apology. It's the best apology ever brought. You know Dude. what? I hear, I hear a rumor that um, he's bringing on an opening act to apologize. Dude, oh, I heard that they are bringing yeah. Bill Cosby. Oh, if they bring Bill Cosby into this to apologize. Dude, and then Jared Leto's going to come out and apologize for his weird cult. And and Mel Gibson's going to apologize for just existing. And you then, know what? I didn't think they could top up it after the big apology tour of Jeffrey Epstein, but you know that one was I, that was harsh. He was about to go on the apology tour, but you know he canceled after he killed himself supposedly. He and, killed himself in shame. Okay, he finally realized he did the wrong thing. Yeah, but you know what? I think they will um, really make up for it with this tour. Yeah, as long as, you know, Ezra Miller didn't have any information or evidence that would lead to the conviction of Bill Clinton or Hillary Clinton, you know, like Epstein did. Yeah, you know, um, that really stunk because um, Bill and Hillary, I hear they got like VIP box tickets to see that uh, apology tour. Oh, man. They're going backstage, man. Camera's off. 
we cut I, to, I can't wait to see. We yeah, cut to um, Brian's character trying desperately to scalp for the Urza Miller apology tour tickets <laughs> out front of the concert venue. I'm sorry, everybody. I'm very, very sorry. But if you don't hear it from me, you're never going to hear it. Hey, hey, buddy. Uh, I, yeah. hear you, I hear you're looking for um, tickets for a certain apology. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested, right? Well, um, I invited a friend to come see this, but they had to cancel last minute. Turns out um, their ex wanted to apologize for something personally. Um, they had plans. So, um, I have a few extra tickets right here, if you'd like. Oh, a few extra tickets. They don't come cheap. I don't want to lose money on this deal. All right. All right. I got cash. I got cash on me. They're going to be, um, three fifty. That, that's three hundred and fifty, by the way. That's not three dollars and fifty cents. I thought I'd be cool when I said that. Right. Yeah. Okay. I have twenty twenties. So. Well, let me bring out my calculator real quick. Let's see. Twenty times twenty. Oh, that's four hundred. I'm gonna need to make a change. If you know what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you have two fives, then we're good. Uh, let's see. Um, no, I'm gonna have to scalp from the um other scalper. You know, the one who kind of breaks money. Uh, scalper with the uh, who can make change? Is there any scalpers who can make change? Yo, I'm your scalper who can make change. I put oh. yo. We don't All call right. ourselves scalpers. That's, oh, right. Yeah, uh, I'm sorry. You know, we call look ourselves at me. ticket I masters. Oh, uh, yeah, look at me. You know what? I should be on that stage apologizing. But, uh, you know, Warner Brothers, they didn't want to hire me for The Flash. So. Ah, you must have done something bad. Uh, no, they just didn't really think I fit the character. Ah. Yeah, they... So you wanted to be an actor before this? Yeah, all scout slash ticket masters deep down, they're just failed actors. I play Julius Caesar in the park. Yeah, no one goes to that park though, right? So no one likes to hear about that, your failed dreams. Hey, hey, I thought we was in this failed dream together. I thought we were. Listen to me. We may be partners, but that doesn't mean we're acquaintances. However, that saying goes. Um, is... I'm confused by the inconsistency of our friendship. One minute, one minute we're friends. One minute we're busy. I'm helping you out make a deal. The next minute you're crushing my dreams. Look, I got sorry. money, I, so not, if, not, if you're willing to take it, I'll, I'll just uh, go I, see the. No, the no, 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 no. We need you here as a mediator. Three sixty. Three sixty to see Ezra Miller. Listen, yeah, but, but before you go in there, we kind of need you here as a mediator. We're kind of working something out. Um, look, I'm I'm sorry I snapped at you then. Um, I, I'm just afraid that, you know, my dad, he wanted me to go to business school. And I said, no, 
I can make it as an actor. And it turned me into a man I don't like. Wow. I just had if, tunnel vision. If that's you trying time. to be dramatic, it's no wonder your acting career failed. You know, I went to one of to Canada's top business schools, and I got good grades. <laughs> That's the school my old man wanted me to go to. Canada's top business school? Oh, it's the best. Oh, <laughs> yes. Well, do you want to see the Canada's top business school uh, uh, anthem with me? Yeah. Let's get together. Yeah. Let's go. One, One two, two, three. three. Oh, It's weird that he's in the that uh, Ezra Miller's in the lyrics of this song. I think he groomed himself into the lyrics. (laughs) (laughs) That's actually what Ezra Miller's apologizing for. For ruining a perfectly good school song. Well, that's on many things, you know. Um, kind of pacing out the apologies. Uh, they're gonna start with, uh, "Sorry for ruining your perfectly good anthem with my name." Then it's gonna go to, "Sorry, I assaulted that lady at a bar." You know the classics. Sorry, I groomed those kids. That sorry, I groomed that in that Native American. I heard a rumor, and don't take me wrong, that uh, Ezra Miller, they're going to jump off the stage and crowd surf while apologizing to each and every person crowd surfing. Man, <laughs> that's my dream, to, to crowd surf. You know what? This is the perfect spot to crowd surf. You know, everybody's going to be all, they're going to hear the tour. They're going to hear and hear Ezra saying, I'm sorry for uh, making a dumb stock. I'm sorry for, I'm sorry for making poop flavored yogurt. I'm sorry for telling that PI that he did porn. You know what? I have three tickets. One for you, one for me, and one for this guy who's trying to scalp off of us. Why don't we all go into that? And get the apology tonight, and get the apology of a lifetime. Okay, let's go. Let's do this. We then cut to after the tour, and uh, we're all decked out in uh, Urza Miller apology uh, t-shirts, hats. Um, we got foam fingers that have what? like a lightning bolt on it that says "I'm sorry." I got the I got the slippers. Wow, the, this uh, Urza Miller stuff is cheaper than the Ezra Miller stuff. Okay, we oh. better run because the guy oh. I stole this from is pissed. Wait for me! I'm a strangling behind you. Uh, I almost got my shirt. You run fast. He's doing the acting slow-mo running. We're never going to get oh, no. in trouble. <laughs> oh, no, I think I know how we can stop him. Um, 
I'm going to try to throw this curved stick at him. Uh, <laughs> you, there's some ice. Uh, kind of throw that on the ground using this uh, freeze ray. And um, I think there's a Mia that you can use to kind of distract him. Got it. All right. Let's all try to stop Azamilla from getting us. Okay, three, two, one. Oh, Zippy! Well, I think that stopped them. I can't wear these pumps ever again. Slow me down. Ankle pinched. What if you had like um, ice skates, like these golden ice skates right here? Um, maybe that would work a little better. Never good at the roller derby. I'm so glad that we escaped them. Um, just then, Urza Miller's lawyers come see us. They noticed that we assaulted their client. And we cut to the, we're sorry we assaulted Urza Miller, who tried to get our t-shirts back, tour. Look. Oh, or if you want to continue it. My actions do not represent that of the company I work for, Oozbear.com, where you can listen to dozens of episodes of Cold Reads for free. Uh, with ads that help support me. And scene. Like, for real. And scene. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, Trish, do you have a sketch to share? Yeah. Uh, let's see here. <clears throat> share my link here. <clears throat> Let me get unrestricted. Uh, okay. Well, there's only uh, very few characters in this sketch. Well, I luckily have three it's, people. It's yeah. all about who's best for the part. So... Trish, if you would if you would like to cast the sketch. Yeah. Uh this is a very fictional sketch, not based on anything before. And um kinda going for maybe uh midwestern type of accent since we're dealing with the St. Croix River. <laughs> um let's get I Iron Man for uh Brian and uh catnip for I'm sorry for I didn't remember your name. I don't have the link open at the same time. Um, what? Mora. Mora. Hey. Yes. And then uh, Ty, um, your catnip. And then um, Ty, you can read the stage directions. So I can um, focus on uh, what worked or whatever. All right. So wait. Thank you. Who's, you're the captain. Oh right, there's a captain too. Um, Brian, you can be the captain as well. I think it's only one line. Okay. So. And I'm 
actually no. reading the stage directions, right? It's not going to be Brian reading the stage directions. Yeah, you're reading the stage directions. The stage directions are not that great because uh, I'm still in the beginning sketch writer. So, yeah, right. just thank you. Uh, just wanted to make sure after the last time when I was promised, I would uh-huh. read the stage directions only to have Brian snap it up. Uh-huh. Very good. All the stage directions are bolded. All right. Uh, yeah, so we can do we can do action. All right. Exterior, day, St. Cross River. Two friends, Iron Man and Catnip, leave a Comic-Con sorority and feeling pretty damn good in their costumes when Iron Man suggests they take a dip in the St. Croix. I've got an inflatable. No, uh, Catnip, an inflatable kayak. Iron Man pops the trunk of his car and drags out a yellow bandana-shaped kayak into the lake. Here, take this. Iron Man shows Catnip the air pump, and she takes it and begins to pump up the kayak. You know, I'm already pretty pumped, and I don't think Catwoman wants to go out on the lake. Catnip points at her Catwoman costume. Ooh. Fine, I'll go out there by myself. Speaking over her shoulder. I don't want to swim, by the way. There was that time I jumped in my grandma's pool without water wings and came close to drowning, but I got this. Speaking of <laughs> You are a hero. You are red. You have fought mighty hard. You are goofy. Wait, goofy won't help in this situation. You are uh, calm, a stable rock, and a great adversary. Great. I am ready. Just get in there, Iron Man. Catnip bats her paw. Iron Man bends down to kiss dry land. It's been real. Iron Man gets on the kayak and begins paddling out, having and hawing with each stride. When a massive yacht sails right past. Hey, young man. Ahoy there, matey. Uh, you can do deck mate too, Brian. Hook, hook, hook. He is the hook. Hook, hook, hook. He is the hook. Looks like it's time to walk the plank. The captain takes an anchor and throws it into Iron Man's kayak. Pop! The kayak sinks when Iron Man, as he raises his hands to shout... You shall be avenged, Hook. <laughs> That's it. So far. <laughs> Wait a second. I'm a little confused. Um, well, you see, Trisha is an insane person who doesn't understand how she can <laughs> Or humor no. works. Or push life. <laughs> no, I'm more confused with uh, you shall be avenged. Usually whenever you avenge somebody, something bad has happened to them and you're trying to get even on their behalf. Like, you know, your friend was killed, so you went and uh, called In In the case of Iron Man, when he tries to defeat Loki, he is avenging uh, Agent Phil Collins? Yeah. Oh, I just kind of thought, like, well, he, um, the captain just threw the anchor on his kayak and caused him to drown, almost. Yeah. Is that really avenging? Also, Phil Collins, that's the drummer who sung Coming in the Air Tonight. He I know, a- it's Phil Colton, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. Every, all the cast members, and you're quite a good job. <clears throat> I uh, wrote this a while ago, uh, 
supposed to be a monologue originally, <laughs> but uh, somehow that didn't happen. But um, that is that is all true. I was in the St. Croix with uh, a kayak at the time. It was. Uh, not inflatable, but I was like, oh, let me, I think I'll just uh, jump out and see if I can uh, swim the rest of um, the the way across the St. Croix River. And um, <clears throat> there are a lot of kayaks, and, they, and in, in my attempt to uh, swim, I realized that that's not a great idea, that it's a very, very uh, large, large body of water. <laughs> And um, I don't know, the yachts aren't even realizing that I'm in a state of duress, but luckily there is somebody on the kayak who uh, is able to tow me in somewhat, and I have a life jacket on, so. <laughs> Quite a traumatic experience that I will never do again. And uh, who did you plan on avenging after that experience? <laughs> uh, all the onlookers that did nothing to help me. Damn you, yachts. Rich people with no morals. <laughs> you think, um, if, like, Jeff Bezos were to be, uh, horribly killed by, like, a drone, that, uh, all of his employees would kind of be forced to avenge him because that's in, like, their contracts? <laughs> like, oh, man, I... we have to go and take out all the drones to honor our boss? <laughs> I, I, know, I know how, like, in every TV show, like, it's established that, you know, Amazon drones are just a way of life and something we all deal with. But, like, I don't think they ever actually implemented that program. I feel like it's just sort of there in case they need it, you know? They they never they made a video saying we're going to be doing uh, drone deliveries and I've I've never seen a real drone delivery so I don't think they really do it. Well, you know, very Fielderian business model, by the way. Uh, well, you know what? The day they do it, um, it's gonna be like the first day I ever went to a Jimmy John's. It's gonna be. What wide happened open. the day you went to a Jimmy John's? Well, I wasn't aware of their business model. There was, like, they gave me a ton of food and, like, the napkins, as many napkins as I wanted. I could just kind of reach over the counter where they prepare the sandwiches to get the napkins. And it, they got the food real fast. And my cousin who gets Jimmy John's all the time, he's like, why are you so excited? And I was like, I never knew sandwich making could be so fun. We cut to Ty's reaction at every fast food place he's ever been to, and he's just as excited. Oh, my God. Taco Bell? You combined my two favorite things. Getting food while driving and Mexican culture, sort of. Uh, I, I was going to say. Welcome to Taco Bell. Would you like to try our bell? Oh, wait. You guys actually sell a bell here? No, they don't. Oh. She said, would you like to try our bell? And I'm like, they don't, yeah. I, 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 off. We have a bell now. Try the new Bell's Crunch Supreme. 
Yeah, and I'll take two as well. And then she you, you told me on it. A um, a uh, taco, a hard taco shell in the shape of a bell, and all the meats and cheeses and sour cream is just sort of like in the casing of the bell. Wrong. Sorry, sir. Which one of us works at the Taco Bell? This oh, I thought I was just describing. I thought I was just sort of describing it in case anyone couldn't see it. You can't see it. Because I'm the, sorry, guy. No, wait. Sorry, character break. Character out of care. I'm sorry. I'm doing terrible improv. I'm oh. doing terrible. We cut to a Dairy Queen, which I getting excited about his saucer. Uh, here's your uh, counter. Okay. Oh no 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 no! Don't turn it over. Wait a second. It, it, it's still it's still standing, even though you turned it over. We have a little uh, dish uh, to put on top of it too, if you'd like. Oh, uh, by all means, Your Majesty. I think that since this is Dairy Queen, she is, in fact, a queen. Yeah, well, we just want to make sure that uh, it's protected in all of its delicacies. And I, I, I freshly spinned it just for you, sir. Oh, well, I'm honored, madame. <laughs> this is what I love to do. In fact, can I put some, uh, uh, we don't do this for everyone, but since you're so enthusiastic, I'll, I'll make it a soft serve code for your head. Oh, for my head? So you're yeah. going to pour ice cream on my head? Well, I mean, at first I'm very enthusiastic, but uh, maybe uh, that's not something we should be doing. <laughs> well, that's one. It's a scorcher out there. I could really use some ice cream to cool me down right Very good. Thank you. Like, uh, <laughs> Ooh, it's nice. It's like my hair is Jimmy Neutron. Would you like any, um, my 
shoe for her to find. Oh my goodness. The customer must have left a shoddy shoe. I'll have to grow to, to the ghostly of the uh, kingdom and find out who, where, who, who fits this uh, shoe and hopefully it will be a shiny bald uh, individual with a shiny head. Oh, oh, this will be so much fun. Knocks on the first door. Brian answers. Uh, hi. I was looking for the owner of this uh, fine slipper shoe. Uh, is there anybody here with a bald head? Oh my god, you're thinking of my friend Ty. I'll, I'll get him. Yo, Ty. Oh, someone uh, said you lost your shoe at Dairy Queen. Dairy Queen? Well, I went to Dairy Queen. Um, also, what do you think of my new uh, bald head? I'm auditioning for the uh, sage or the um, deacon in the new Waterworld stunt show at Universal Studios. You think this really screams Chrome Dome? Uh, yeah, you look like Kevin Spacey in Superman Returns. Wait a second. He's What's trying up? to take my thunder, ladies. I'm going to be the one getting this slipper, and I'm going to be the king of the queen's kingdom, not this oh, no. individual. We then see who said that. It is the Burger King. Oh, you dare to take my Dairy Queen? I'm, I'm sorry, sir, but she's the only one for me. Well, sir, you must defend me. Mm. Are you putting a duel for her? Bring it. We then pull out our uh, chicken fries that we use as swords. All right. You know the standard duel rules. Ten paces. And duel. All right, that'll be a little awkward since these are guns and chicken things, so we kind of have to chase each other and sword fight. These Not are sure why we need the rules. Awkward as they be, it is the rule of the Burger Fine. King. Fine, but you know what? When I become king of Dairy Queen, that's the first law I'm changing. Okay. Enough talk. More duel. One. Two. Two. Three. <laughs> Wait, I'm, wait, 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 time out, time out. Um, how are we counting it out? Am I counting on one, you two, me three, or are we all just counting our ten paces together? I suppose we can work out a system. Okay, we'll count one on the count of three. So we're going to one, two, three, one. One, two, three, two. Does that make sense to you? Okay, I, I think I know what you're talking about, okay? Uh, okay. We should probably go back to uh, the first step just so we, we don't get lost, because I'm kind of lost where we are right now. Okay? You're not the first dairy king, I suppose. Ready? One, one two, two, three, three, one. One, two, three, two. One, two, three, three. Three. One, two, three. Ah, you Well, you know what? You can have me dead. Because you know what they say at Burger King? I can have it my way. <laughs> and you... And that goes for the... You know what else they say? 
He wants fries with that. Well, that too. But okay. Well, yeah, that's what they say. You want fries with that? I then pull a lever, and a bunch of fries fall down on you. Oh no, it's fries! I'm the Burger King, not the Fry King. Who do if you I'm going I'm... down, I'm taking you with me. Not French fries. My wee wee. I'm melting, melting. Derek, Derek Queen. What? No, yes. Derek Queen, yes. not Burger yes. King. Uh, what is it? What is it? What a fool I'm I afraid own. this is the end. Oh, I really wanted you to join me in the kingdom. Well, don't worry. I'll always be there. On your receipt form. See, oh. you put my name down. Ty, T-Y, right there. I'll always oh. be there. Oh, oh, there it is. Yeah. Okay. Oh, well, we'll see you in mind and spirit or whatever you come through the drive through. Thank you. Well... Looks like it's my time to pull on forward to the next window. <laughs> Beep, babe! Beep, babe! Hurry up! I'll go all day! That was a real hero's journey that I think we all just went on. <laughs> I like the fact that I'm just inexplicably Brian's roommate. <laughs> I like that all suddenly we're no longer in a like a uh, fantasy where all the Brian's like, hey, what up? Did you just uh, go to the Dairy Queen bed? I got you left your shoe. <laughs> well, at first I was thinking like we were just gonna do this with each and every fast food chain, but I felt like we needed to throw something else in. So <laughs> that was so great. Love it. <laughs> well, um, I think this has been a great show. Um, I'm trying to keep it uh, to under an hour uh, because of Radio Free Montclair. So, uh, if anybody has anything that they wanna that they wanna plug, please do it now. I kind of would like to plug my phone. It's almost dead. Everybody, come see Easy Tiger Sketch Comedy. Uh, link in the chat. Link in the chat. Link in the chat. Link in the town car. All right. Follow Easy Tiger Comedy on Instagram. Uh, search them up on YouTube. They do really cool sketches. I'm really proud of the one I wrote for this month. So that'll be coming out August 24th. Uh-huh. Uh, Trish, anything... We'll be doing comedy at Goodies Comedy in Minnesota once again, uh, workshops. We're excited to possibly get to Sam Landman as our host. And, uh, yeah, if you're ever in Minnesota during next month, the third Tuesday, come on, join us at Goodies Comedy in South Del Mar. Thank you. Um, all right. Well, uh, this has been Cold Reads, an improv and sketch comedy open mic. Anybody can join uh, by going to oozebear.com and uh, following 
uh, me on the Discord. So if uh, you, know, you want to come on and share a sketch or something, it's highly encouraged. Yay! Uh, we will be back, I guess, uh, next Thursday or Friday. Uh, everybody vote right now. Tyler. Yeah. Thursday or Friday, say it. Uh, Thursday, I think? I don't, no, wait, not Thursday, Friday. Uh, huh? I have a... vote well, Thursday or Friday. Uh, no preference. I'm going to be busy both days. Thursday's right, good. Thursday is good for me. Friday wins. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, next next Friday. This has been Cold Read. Listen to it at RadioFreeMontclair.org and on Oozbear.com. Thank you. <laughs>